0: Yeah, it's not like I killed your husband or something. I am not married! It's podcast time! Come on, grab your friends. We'll talk about their distant lands. We met the man and names the woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Welcome to Oh My Glob, an Adventure Time podcast. I'm Amy. And I'm Matt. It is Matt. Hi. Hi, Matt. How are you?
1: I'm swell. How are you?
0: Oh my gosh. I'm really good. How good. are you? <laughs>
1: I am also really good.
0: Um, guess what? What? I learned today there's a difference between lo mein and chow mein.
1: Really? What's the difference?
0: Um, so lo mein is like, um, they're like the same kind of noodles, but chow mein is just how they're prepared. I did not know that. Yeah. Cool. It's really neat. Speaking of
1: which, um, we still have our fortune cookies to open.
0: Ooh. Now we're
1: going to do it on the air.
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go first. Okay. Fortune cookie realness. What does it say? It says, you will inherit some money from an unexpected source in Scooby gear.
1: Huh, nice. Yeah. And mine says, bad luck and misfortune will follow you for all of your days to come.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> A little of
1: Rocco's modern life joke there. Really? It's uh, It oh, says... Oh,
0: I was like, I'm really glad they didn't really say that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Me too. It says, be yourself... And you will always be in fashion. High fashion. In scuba gear. <laughs> in scuba, scuba gear.
0: I like doing that. That yeah. version because, like, I think it's always funny if you add in scuba gear. I think other people add like in bed.
1: It's good. It's a good time. Anyway, good time. we're sluggish with Chinese food.
0: Sluggish. It was delicious to the max. Mm-hmm. We've had a hard time finding a good Chinese place around here. Chinese food place. It was nice. It's good.
1: Yeah, we lucked out. Totally. Oh yeah, so we're recording this episode a couple days later than we than we normally do because of Thanksgiving, and also I had a crazy amount of work hours, including Thanksgiving. So, um, yeah, sorry about that, guys.
0: So, are you excited for this episode? I am. Uh, this episode spoke to my soul. I absolutely loved it.
1: Yeah, it's it was hilarious.
0: It so so good. So I can't wait to get into it. But I do have to tell our fans something really important. <sighs> Matt, I'm sorry to tell you. I'm officially addicted to Pokemon Go. It's to- happened. It's a thing. I just, I can't even, I can't get over it. it I love it so much.
1: Yeah, it does seem like it's making a little bit of a comeback.
0: I think about it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like can't wait for us to be done recording so we can go play Pokemon Go. <laughs>
1: We're totally doing that after this
0: Yes.
1: Pokemon!
0: If you play Pokemon Go and you want to be my Pokemon friend on Pokemon Go, feel free to post on our Facebook or Twitter your number, and I will totally friend you and give you all the gifts. Heck yeah. Anyway, should we talk about our episode?
1: Yes, Season 1, Episode 14, The Witch's Garden. Season 1, Episode 14, The Witch's Garden.
0: Was directed by Larry Leachletter and Patrick McHale. Storyboarded by Adam Muto, Kent Osborne, and Nikki Yang. It aired on June 7th, 2010. Had 1.81 million viewers. Has a 7.6 on IMBD. So, uh, not too shabby.
1: Average ratings and average amount of viewers for. Uh... Pretty much every episode so far in the first season.
0: This was one of my favorite episodes, Matt. I laughed out loud so many times. Yes, you did. It was great. So we open uh with the title card showing the witch staring down into the screen while Jake is angrily shaking Finn in the background. I'm not really sure what that's about.
1: It's just another one of those fun title cards that really tells you nothing about what the episode's gonna be. Especially when if either of them gets angry in the episode, it's Finn.
0: Yeah, no kidding. I'd be annoyed too. So this one opens with F and J following a frog that's carrying a little crown because Finn wants to see what it looks like when he wears it. And the frog walks through the bars of this like closed gate um, surrounded by grassy walls. It almost looks like it's um, like a bunt cake is what I thought of when I saw that. Oh, yeah. A little like that gate at the end. And so Finn really, really wants to get in to catch this frog. He says like, hey, we don't have a key. But Jake looks at his legs. and He's like, I've got two keys right here. And slaps his legs.
1: And also, when they looked through the gate, and there's like moss in the uh, the hallway walls.
0: And there's like a dead guy. Yeah, yeah. You saw a skeleton there too.
1: I didn't notice it till this time through. Jake stretches them over the walls, and they plop into a crazy Dr. Seuss looking garden. They walk over to some bushes that grow donuts and are tempted, but they realize they're probably poisonous.
0: Nom 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 nom.
1: <laughs> so Jake starts sniffing one, and Finn's like, "Yeah, sniff it, Jake. Sniff up those toxins."
0: Jake says, "Wait a second. I don't know what poison smells like." <laughs> To this witch with really, really bad scoliosis. Like, she's, like, shaped in a U. Walks-
1: she's, like, half of a McDonald's arch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, she is. She walks up to them and says, Razzamafu! And the spell makes some trade spots. Which is like five feet. It's yeah. not even like significant. So I didn't understand why she did that, but
1: wasn't even worth the spell.
0: Well, I almost wonder if it was just to to flip them so they weren't next to the donuts anymore. Yeah, That's I think that I was, was the case. Um, she claims that Jake ate one of the donuts, and Jake said, "No, I didn't. I just sniffed it." And she goes berserk. She's like really labile, so she's like, "You wouldn't even know." Like, her mood is so crazy. Anyway.
1: She's terrifyingly crazy.
0: Yeah, it's pretty funny. She says that the stink of magic dog lips are everywhere.
1: (laughs) And Finn's Finn's like, holy slug lady, calm down. And Jake says, listen, Mrs. Witch. And she's like,
0: I never never married. (laughs) Yeah, it was so funny. She's like, I never married. It was such a quick quip. I loved it.
1: She's got like, she'll go from having this normal voice to like this Randy Savage voice (laughs) over the second half of a sentence. Yes he's like, and I never ate your donuts. And she's like, you're eating one right now. And Jake has a half-eaten donut in his hand. He doesn't even remember grabbing it. He's like, oh, my subconscious must be hungry.
0: That's funny because that was really foreshadowing into the rest of the episode. Yes, I didn't realize it that was. until now.
1: Yeah, you wouldn't believe how many times I had to write subconscious in these notes.
0: So he eats the rest of it, and the witch has a fit. He was kind of a jerk. Yeah. She, He earned this. He
1: did earn this.
0: So she ends up zapping him with her wand, and... After a puff of smoke, we <laughs> we see everything that's beneath Jake's head turns into, like, this slightly overweight human body in Tidy Whities. Like, this looks like...
1: He looks like a shaved Danny DeVito.
0: Yes, or Peter Dinklage.
1: Or Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage isn't overweight.
0: <laughs> well, it was what I would imagine he looked like in Tidy Oh,
1: Oh, okay. Well, yeah, sure. He's stout.
0: He, yes, that's what I'm saying. He's stout. So yes. is Danny DeVito. Um, but he's got, like, man boobs and everything. It's pretty intense. And,
1: like, while they're talking, he's playing with them.
0: Yeah. The witch laughs and says she stripped him of his powers. Jake's like, it's not like I killed your husband or something. And I, she, she says, I'm not married. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. While Finn is explaining to her that she's overreacting, Jake is grasping at his new man boobs. Cheese Louise.
1: So the fitch,
0: the ah. fitch.
1: Ugh. So the witch offers to change Jake's body back only if he gives her a sincere apology, but he refuses and says that she's the one in the wrong. And Finn has his back on this.
0: He's always like, I got your back, 100%, even though he's totally in the wrong on this. I
1: kind of feel like he's in the wrong, too. She may have overreacted, but he was kind of a jerk.
0: Yeah, he was. They totally invaded her space. It was a locked... Okay, let's take a step back. They are trespassing. They stole her precious donuts. Yes, she is not in her right mind, and... They were trespassing and stole from her. So. Yeah, they should have just left her alone. Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: But anyway, the witch casts the spell of go back a kiss from whence you came a kiss and puts them out of sight. And after they're gone, she starts coddling her donuts until she realizes one's a bagel and she's like, liar! Liars everywhere!
0: And she transforms the bagger- bagel into an overweight man body. You can see the little legs wiggling. It's hilarious.
1: <laughs> yeah. So we go to the outside of the treehouse, and we see a two-headed duck waddling around, and next to it is the waving snail.
0: Snail Watch 2018. Snail Watch. (laughs) So inside, the boys are sitting on the couch, and Finn's trying to come up with a plan to get Jake's powers back. He asks Jake if he was born with them, or if he had some kind of freak industrial accident. Jake says, this takes me back. Let me just remember. Remember. And he's like, yeah, like a freaky devil voice, like his face looks like he's in pain, reaching back for the memory. And he just sees himself as a little pup rolling around in a mud puddle.
1: So he snaps out of it all sweaty and they conclude that the mud must have been what gave him his powers. And Finn's immediately on top of a plan and decides that they're going to roll Jake in every mud puddle in Ooh until they find the right one. And Jake's not having it, though. He's like, do you even know how many mud puddles there are in Ooh? Four,
0: maybe five. (laughs) He rolls over on the couch. We see his grossly realistic human back. Finn convinces them that they might be lucky enough that the first puddle that they find will be the one. So they spring out the window and Finn lands all graceful. But Jake totally face plants, forgetting that he doesn't have any powers.
1: That's right. Mom raised Finn graceful. That's right. So, he asks Finn how they're going to find all the puddles. And Finn says, we're going to run like energetic little boys.
0: And he sprints off into the distance. This was the beginning of the best parts of the whole episode. (laughs) Like, legit. I laugh so funny. So, I play Roller Derby, as you guys know. And there was a team I played for once. Our, like, thing where we were the Team Fat Kids. Like, we loved food. And that's all I could think of when I watched this episode is, like, Jake is on. He's definitely Team Fat Kid. Like, it was just hilarious, totally hilarious and just his reactions to exercise and like having to exert any energy and it just cracked me up.
1: Yep. Finn sprints off into the distance and then Jake thought all this time that running was some kind of leg magic. So he takes off with some bouncy steps on like his baby legs. Yep. And immediately breaks out in a sweat. He gets like 10 feet and calls it a day and says what most people think, running is evil.
0: How do you feel about running, Matt?
1: I run a few times a week and if I'm lucky... There's one run one run each month that I'll find some enjoyment in.
0: Really? <laughs> yeah. Just one a month?
1: Through a lot of runs. It's if if you're doing it for like weight loss, which I am because I eat way too much food, to get that weight loss, you gotta run a considerable distance. And it stops being enjoyable. <laughs>
0: when your body is
1: screaming at you. Yeah. But I'm just unhealthy. And clearly so is Jake.
0: Absolutely. I do wonder if this is Jake's natural form from like relying on too much magic. So he's not really using his body, like actually relying on his magic for everything. Or if the witch just made him fluffy in spite. What do you think?
1: So I thought that it might have just been what Jake's body would be if he didn't have magic. But then I remembered that she turned that uh, bagel into a man baby body, too. So it seems like that spell turns people into that body size.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I do think that's the case, too. Um, And it just was so funny. It was so great. Yep. He becomes like a helpless, like little roly poly. Baby man. Yes. It's great. So Finn trying to get to to a mud puddle somewhere. He's like, okay, well, I guess that you can crawl on my back. And Jake is laying on the ground. He's like, I can't reach. His (laughs) arms are up. He's trying to like get to Jake. And Jake's like,
1: he's putting like no effort in.
0: No, none whatsoever. So Finn gets him onto his back and starts carrying him and they take off and they find the first mud puddle, which is across a literal river of junk.
1: It's just like all these trash bags slowly moving along.
0: Yep. So Jake tries stretching into a boat to get across, but the effort just makes him fart.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: It's great. And he's clearly been over reliant on his magic. Finn suggests that they just swim across. So he starts jumping onto the garbage and flops over the other side of the river. It looks like he's trying to do like the dolphin like stroke or but on the, solid. The, for him. Yeah, the butterfly stroke. Um yeah, on solid like material. It's really The way he's
1: bounding across the garbage reminds me of a fish on dry land.
0: Yes, yes, is exactly what I was thinking.
1: And Jake's like, ah, that looks exhausting. And then a ghostly version of his magic self appears on a lawn chair in the junk and says, it is exhausting. He says, I'm your subconscious.
0: And he says the feelings Jake is feeling deep down are true. It looks difficult to cross the river because it is difficult. It's easier to wear a hat. And he hands him this pink, weird Hat. So he puts a hat on Jake's head and they're like, yeah, it's easier to wear a hat than to actually do the things.
1: And if you thought the image of the dog head with the man baby body was weird enough, now you have this pink hat on top of it.
0: Yes, (laughs) yes. It's crazy. Finn looks back and tells Jake to stop talking to himself and cross the river. But Jake says he can't do it because his subconscious tells him it's too hard. But he's like, hey, check out this hat though.
1: So Finn's getting annoyed with Jake's newfound laziness and doesn't get what his deal is. So he dives down to get parts together for building a catapult. When he lifts a plank at the bottom of the river, we see a giant eye open and look up at him. That's coming back.
0: Finn gets to work assembling a catapult. Uh, still frustrated, like he's grumbling under his under his breath the whole time that he has to do all the work. So one thing that I do think is interesting: Finn doesn't have magical powers like Jake. No. And so Finn's like, "Dude, this is like real life stuff. Stop it, you know." And Jake's like, eh, "I can't do the things because I'm not on my magical power." Yeah,
1: he's. He, I guess he really hasn't had to do that much work compared yes. to Finn, who's you know he's always had more physical tests being non-magical than Jake ever has.
0: Yeah, and it's easy for Jake to come to the rescue because he has magical powers. Yep. But if he didn't have magical powers, I don't know what he'd be. I think, I don't know that he'd be as, as like...
1: Laid back.
0: Reliant even. Yeah. Reliable, I mean, you know?
1: Yeah, I wonder if his laid back personality as an adventurer is due to the fact that he hasn't had to put much effort in. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Compared to Finn.
0: Anyway, so Jake's like... Look at you doing stuff. I love that line. <laughs> Finn plops him into the catapult and launches him across the river right into the muddle pu- mud puddle. Muddle pud. Muddle
1: pud. <laughs> Sounds like a Pokemon.
0: Yeah, it does. <laughs> he tells Finn that he feels like it's working and to roll around with him. So it's really funny. Finn does a cannonball into the mud. Finn is super psyched. and But then he's like, ah, I don't think this is working. And Jake says he believed it was the right one because he wanted this ordeal over and done with.
1: Finn's clearly not loving Jake's lack of enthusiasm. But he's like, okay, let's just find another mud puddle. And Jake says, actually, I'm kind of feeling chubby tired.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think I said that every day in my life.
1: <laughs> Same here. <laughs> Can't we just do this tomorrow? Finn is fed up at this point. He tells Jake to just go back to the witch and apologize so she'll give him his powers back. And Jake says, never. I would rather be powerless forever than apologize. I'm lazy but prideful. <laughs> Another great line. Yeah,
0: right? Totally. This is like the best parts. They're so funny. Finn slaps the hat off of Jake's head and says, you're not even trying. Meanwhile, there's something rising up from the trash river behind them. Cue from that eye that we saw earlier. Jake says he's not an adventurer anymore. Just a regular old dog. Ironic, given my current man baby body.
1: <laughs> man baby body. That's so funny. Fluffy. He's fluffy. (laughs) They hear a boom and and look back to find a big ball of trash launching at them. It explodes in midair and out pops the beautiful mermaid of the river.
0: So she is not a beautiful mermaid. (laughs) (laughs) I want to go ahead and uh, put put that in here.
1: She's a grossly skeletal beast whose hands are growing out of her hair.
0: Yeah, and like, I mean, her hair probably is the only magically beautiful thing she has. It's like this black... Long wavy mass.
1: She looks like Marceline if she were dead. Yes,
0: that's exactly. I was like, why is Marceline here? And I was like, oh, that's not Marceline. Yeah,
1: it's Marceline as a skeleton.
0: Yeah, it's a freaky deaky skeleton. With like a
1: lizard tongue. So anyway, she announces herself as the beautiful mermaid of the river.
0: And she asks which of the mortals want to mate with, quote unquote, all of this. And then she's like. (laughs) Man, these women wanting to mate with Finn. Finn's like, Oh, how do I say you're not the, you're the grossest thing ever without offending you? (laughs) (laughs) She roars at them and lights up her fist with a blue flame. Jake said that he's got this and just starts barking at her.
1: The so Finn gets them out of the way before she shoots the fireball at them. And Jake's next plan is rub my belly. Yeah, I'm one of those kind of dogs.
0: <sighs> He's so irritating. <laughs> I know.
1: Finn, again, has to do all the work and goes after the mermaid with a stick. And she spits some kind of oil or tar at him and he gets stuck in it. And it like knocks him unconscious.
0: Yeah, like he just he knocks him unconscious and kind of like sticks him into like a, like almost like a c- cement block.
1: So she flies him off to a nest on the top of a... Uh, I guess, a house that looks like a dirt mound?
0: So, if she's a mermaid, I mean, I know she's flying, but...
1: Yeah, I, I don't I think don't she fits it. the description of mermaid no, in any way, shape or form.
0: right? I think the only reason why she's a mermaid is because, like, she lives in the water, question mark? I
1: guess, and it's a trash
0: river? Right.
1: <laughs> uh, the mermaid from Cabin in the Woods is more of a mermaid.
0: Yes. This finally gets Jake's attention. He runs on all fours after them and yells up to Finn that he has to save himself. But he hasn't completely given up and tries to scramble up the tree. And watching him try to, like, struggle his way up the tree is hilarious. It reminds me of on the movie Up when the little boy is trying to climb, like, the rope to save them up to the house. And, like, the old man looks up and he's just, like, right there because he can't climb. It's so funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, it's been a while since I've seen that movie. So Finn wakes up for a second and finds himself surrounded by three huge eggs that are cracking open. And then he passes back out. So Jake gives up on the climbing and calls up to Finn to help him up. Meanwhile, some beaks start poking through the eggs saying, hungry, hungry.
0: Jake realizes that he has to suck up his pride and go find the witch. So then we go back to the garden and see the witch planting a cupcake plant. She's saying, oh, you're doing so well. And I hate you so much. <laughs> Jake I love it So Jake is trying to get through The front gate But his gut is getting him stuck He calls out That he needs his powers back And that he's so sorry She uses her magic To transport him closer But then he denies his apology Because But then she she denies denies his apology Because he took too long And now uh, She'll only accept it If he does a variety Of humiliating things Which I think she has Every right to do Oh I
1: agree I agree
0: Jake is a dick. I'm sorry. He's a jerk in this episode. I don't like it.
1: Yeah, he's he's definitely in the wrong th-
0: you th- know, pretty much
1: this entire episode.
0: I'm like pretty much against, like I'm against fat shaming. Like I, I am like really, because you, you know, it's just not okay, not right. And like he is a lazy b- pile of bones in this episode because he stole and he's so mean. Yep. <sighs> anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll get off my soapbox.
1: So Jake refuses at first, but his subconscious reminds him that it's the only way to save Finn. By the way, like I, like those eggs were hatching, mm-hmm. the beaks were out, and he had this time to go do the side quest back to the witch's garden.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, I, I, I'm not nitpicking. I just think, you know, obviously the writers didn't care. It was It's just part of the comedy.
0: Absolutely. Somehow the witch sees the embodiment of Jake's subconsciousness and says that he has to do all these embarrassing, humiliating things, too. It cuts to Jake saying, I, Jake the dog, while slow dancing, with my subconscious, with flowers in my underwear, do humbly apologize. The witch tells him to start over so she can film it for her newsletter. Is this a digital newsletter, you think?
1: It looks like it. She's got a digital camera. I they send it out camera. by email. <laughs> Good question. Where do we sign up? I want in.
0: <laughs> I really
1: want to know what this witch writes.
0: No kidding.
1: So Jake's like, no way. So she says, then you're never getting your powers back, ever.
0: <laughs>
1: Jake's subconscious falls over, and he says that he's dying. And Jake's like, what? The witch says, he said he's dying. Let there be a lesson to all you cupcakes. She's <laughs> just staring at all the
0: food flowing in her garden.
1: So Ghost Jake explains that he's the subconscious of Jake's old magical self, and since he doesn't exist any- anymore, neither can he. And then he dies.
0: Ah, Jake starts sobbing his tears, like, cover the body of his subconscious. And the witch is happy that she was finally able to break him. And Jake learns the lesson that if we, if he were humbler, humbler? Uh If he was a more humble man, guy, dog, his subconscious would still be alive. And his best bud, Finn, wouldn't have been trapped in the flying mermaid's bird nest. (laughs) The witch says, yes, gloat, gloat, gloat. I think you've learned your lesson. I forgive you. She flicks her wand, and Jake's body goes back to normal, bringing his subconscious back to life.
1: And Jake's like, "My powers! How can I ever think?" And then he slaps her cane away, and she falls to the ground. And she says, "But didn't you learn your lesson?" And he's like, "Nope." And Jake and his subconscious stretch out of the garden, laughing at her.
0: Such a jerk.
1: I know. It's so mean. And she has like a back problem, and he just
0: like this poor lady. Yes, yeah, like right on her face. <laughs> All this happened because of Jake and Finn trespassing. Yep. So rude. Finn wakes up to the giant eggs hatching all around him. The babies are like these human-sized birds that look like their feathers are made of moss. And the mermaid says, don't forget to save his brain for dessert. But then behind her, we hear Jake, honey, I'm back. How about a big kiss? So then he's in giant form and smooches her so hard that it knocks her back into the trash river. And then he looks down at the baby birds and say, you guys are so cute. I could just maul you to death. That is terrifying.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And they all freak out and jump off the nest.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if they learned how to fly.
1: Oh, probably not. Probably not. So Finn hugs Jake's giant jowls and says that he never should have doubted him. And Jake says, I hope you learned your lesson because... Finn's the one who needed to learn the lesson here, right? I guess.
0: Oh my gosh, I hated that part so <laughs> much. I'm like, no! No! So he's like,
1: I hope you learned your lesson that in a crunch, there's nothing I wouldn't do for you. And Finn's like, ah, oh, so is that how you got the powers back? Did you apologize to the witch? And Jake gets all prideful and says, no way, I must have uh, found the right mud puddle. I don't remember. Ugh. And that's the end.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jake is so bad in this one.
0: He is. He's totally a jerk. He was so mean to that witch lady. I didn't like it. So,
1: But there, there, there's an episode coming up, I th- I think the second season, where it, the roles are reversed and uh, Finn is a bad friend to uh-huh. Jake.
0: He earned that.
1: But hey, that gives the show a little more variety at this point, because up till now, you know, Jake and Finn are like side by side on everything. And at least here you see kind of some character flaws.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Well, we've seen this character flaw before from him. Yeah. This isn't new news.
1: That is true. I guess this one shows a little bit more of it. And it's definitely not trying to get us to side with him on this thing. It is hilarious, though.
0: Yeah. So, Matt, what did you think about this episode? What was your favorite part?
1: My favorite part? Baby man body Jake. Yeah. And everything involved with that.
0: That's so great.
1: His struggles of laziness.
0: How about I feel, you? I feel like I am Jake. Every time I go to the gym, I'm like, sit ups. No, I can't reach.
1: <laughs> oh, really? It was. You so think that's good. you with sit ups? Yes. I, I feel like you are on top of those. Anytime we do sit ups together, I'm the one that's like, I can't sit up anymore.
0: <laughs> it just cracked me up. The whole thing, <laughs> whole thing, man. But I do. I thought that whole like him realizing the limitations of his body and then. The running is evil was just hilarious because that's how I feel every time I run. Like, you're like, oh, I just did a quick three miles. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I did a quick 0.3 miles and I feel like I'm (laughs) going to die. It's all good.
1: I can run a lot, but then I lack in other exercises that you do way better than I do.
0: Nah, I don't know about that. So what was your least favorite thing in the episode?
1: Uh, Least favorite thing? This is one of those episodes that I pretty much just like from beginning to end. I thought it was fun. Like, even the fact that Jake was a jerk added to the comedy of the episode for me. You think so? Yeah, I thought it was funny. Because, you know... I
0: think for It's like, it seemed
1: like the episode was leading up to a message and then it just throws it out the window, which... Yeah. It can be funny.
0: I think for me, I liked this episode a lot. I thought it was really good. I loved a lot of it, but the ending part, like how disrespectful he was to the witch was... Like that was a little much for me. And I was like, "Oh man, don't be a jerk." I
1: felt really bad for her when he knocked yes, her down.
0: Yes, yes, that is not okay to teach our kids that.
1: This is basically the junk food show for kids uh, I until know, it starts I know. getting into more heavy stuff in later seasons. Back in the early days of the show, this was the show that my nephew was like allowed to watch mm-hmm. if he's got his homework done and yeah, <laughs> has learned enough for the day, then he can shut his brain off and go into this crazy candy coma world of ooh.
0: I don't know. I just didn't like that part of it.
1: I get it. I respect that.
0: I think if we want to look at like a broader message, like we could interpret this. If 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 you think that the writers wanted to share a broader message, it's like without magical powers, you have to work hard to succeed. Mm-hmm. And like you have to like running is hard, exercising is hard. Adventuring is hard. Like, these are not easy things. Sometimes you have to go through some garbage to get to the good stuff. And maybe jumping in a mud puddle is the good stuff. But it takes effort. And it takes being humble in order to make that happen.
1: That does but, make sense.
0: So, there's a psycholo- or, um, a psychiatrist at my work. And I was talking to him the other day um, at a staff meeting. And his favorite show is Steven Universe. And oh, that's it was really awesome. cool. And I was telling him how um, Matt and I do this podcast. And I was like, you know what I really like about this episode or this show is that, you know, here we have two people. So we have this kid who's totally age appropriate, who shows a range of emotions and who is not afraid to like ask for help. And you see like this bond of healthy, healthy relationships. And yeah, Jake wasn't exactly the nicest person. Yeah, we know that this isn't like how you want to treat like elderly people or whatever. But at the same time. We see like a really cool trend of brotherhood and, um, family and staying together and helping your friends and being like positive. And I think that's, that's what I love about Adventure Time. And he was talking about how Steven Universe is like, they have like, he has this healthy range of emotions and he asks for help and he, you know, there are strong characters that, you know, it's like he's not like that stereotypical male, but he's able to ask for help and be able to express himself in a way that shows that he's vulnerable. And just because he's a boy doesn't mean he has to be like this strong, tough kid all the time.
1: Yeah, I keep hearing great things about that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen one or two episodes back when it first aired. Yeah. And it's something I'd really like to get into.
0: So I don't know. Like, I just think I just think these two shows like really are different than. Then, like, The Simpsons, for example, where there's a lot of, like, violence and a lot of, like, like, yeah, we laugh it off, but the fact that, like, Homer strangles Bart and, like, you know, there's this, he plays, like, this dumb oaf and, like, Marge, I don't know, like, it just, there's a lot of flaws there that are just really unhealthy. And I think that this show is so different from that in that it's, yes, goofy, yes, funny, but it also is kind of cool at the same time.
1: Yeah. I have nothing to add to that. It's all good. <laughs> Sorry,
0: I went on a tangent. Oh,
1: I got to add the clap effect. And there it is.
0: <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, favorite quote.
1: Oh, My favorite quote was, sniff it, Jake. Sniff up those toxins. <laughs> but I was tempted to use any line that the witch says because she was dynamite.
0: She was really funny. My favorite line was, remembering is hard work. <laughs> I feel like that's my life. (laughs) Trying to remember everything. All right, Matt, what's your impression?
1: I'm not married.
0: (laughs) Mine is the witch also. Yes. Liars. Liars everywhere.
1: She reminds me of the witch from uh, Princess Bride.
0: Liar. Liar. I'm not a witch. I'm your wife.
1: (laughs) That's the second time we've quoted that in this podcast. Yes. That movie rocks.
0: I love that movie so much. All right, so how was my prediction from last episode?
1: Completely wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it wasn't even but a was little, a good, right?
1: It's a very good guess. Aww. There is a garden.
0: There is a garden, yes.
1: And being that it's Adventure Time, I, I, I guess I that, shouldn't have been surprised that it was growing donuts. And
0: Okay, but there were magical powers involved, too.
1: Yep, there were yep. magical powers.
0: Yeah, yeah, so I was like 25% right. You were. Yes, Go I'm totally getting with this.
1: Eventually we're gonna to get to some episodes that I don't even know the names of down the road. Yeah. And if you want to ask me one of those ones to guess,
0: all right. I'll totally do it. It's a date. It's a date. So should we transition into Amy's guest for next episode? Yes. All right, what's the title, Maddie? So
1: next next week's episode is What is Life?
0: Okay, so I did see the picture from this episode on um Hulu. Because it was kind of hard not to see the picture when we're scrolling through the episodes. And I did see that was the Ice King. So this is an Ice King episode. My guess is that this episode focuses on a sad Ice King who is still obsessed with women or princesses. And is sad that he's not married. And so now it, he's like...
1: He sounds like me at age 25. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's, like, contemplating, oh, and two years later, you met me and married me. Yes, I did. Oh, that's awesome. Anyway, so he's contemplating, like, what the importance of life is and trying to find a woman to marry and he won't kidnap the princesses because he's already done that, but he comes up with an elaborate plan to convince one of the princesses to marry him, but Jake and Finn get involved Because there is a catastrophe with Gunther that leads them to breaking everything off and talking the princess out of it.
1: Everything that you just said is actually the storylines of two different episodes combined together. No
0: way. Oh, yeah.
1: But neither of them is that episode. God damn it. (laughs) If you would have guessed that with another episode that's coming up later this season, I would have been like, wow.
0: (laughs) all right well thank you for spoiling that I'm gonna I have appreciate to ri- it. I'm gonna have to
1: write down what you said yeah and then so that way I can read it back to you yeah um, next week after <laughs> after we watch it uh, oh so a little bit of trivia for this the witch's garden
0: yeah let's pick
1: this up from a uh, Wikipedia page okay so this episode is similar to the story of beauty and the beast for two reasons huh the way the witch overreacts when Jake plucks the donut from her garden is similar how to the beast reacts when the heroine's father takes a simple rose.
0: Huh. Okay.
1: And Jake is punished by being turned into something else, like the beast.
0: Okay. And one
1: more thing. The witch's appearance is a reference to the appearance of Kyoko from the 2004 horror movie The Grudge.
0: Huh. Yes, she is. Yeah. Absolutely. what's I realize
1: that, real that? And especially in the title card when she's just got like the one eye exposed under yes. her hair.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: So that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that is neat. So, Matt, any listener feedback?
1: We do have some listener feedback.
0: Tell us all the listener feedback. Oh. Mwah.
1: Mwah. Okay, so we got an email from Richard C.
0: Yeah, Richard. Yeah. What up?
1: So Richard says, Hey guys, just wanted to remind you that you're doing a great job with the podcast. I look forward to it and it's become a part of my routine during the week. There are times when geeking out into another world becomes necessary. LOL.
0: Regarding City of Thieves, when Jake and Finn are led into town and everyone is stealing from each other, I found myself pausing a lot so I could see everything in the frame. Didn't spot the snail, though. That's okay. We didn't either at first. We always
1: look up where the snail is. We, well, yeah. well, sometimes. Most of the time.
0: That was a very fast-paced scene. I LOL'd when the human-looking guy screamed after his glasses were stolen. My glasses! <laughs> Jake punches him in the bag, and he goes flying off screen. <laughs> All while his chastity belt-like underwear were being exposed. I love the random stuff like that throughout the series.
1: I took a look at the realistic Finn post, and yes, it is truly terrifying. Yeah, we put it up on our uh, Facebook page and Twitter. It's grotesque. I also couldn't look away, LOL. What's the update on the bug from last week's episode? Um, Amy trapped it.
0: Oh yeah, I was totally gonna tell you guys about that. I thought about it. Okay, so I'd like to tell everybody that don't worry, I was cleaning the apartment and I the bug made himself like present and I smashed him with a jar. And then I left it under the jar and made Matt take care of it after he got home from work. Tragedy averted.
1: <laughs> Tragedy averted. And then he also sent us uh, this hilarious uh, Adventure Time opening spoof from, I think it's from the Colbert
0: Report? I'm not sure where it's from.
1: But anyway, it's great. And that's also on the Facebook page. Thank you so much, Richard. It's always good hearing from you.
0: Absolutely. And we love it. We also got an email from Ava. And Ava says, hello, I'm Ava. I want to ask you how long you've been watching Adventure Time. And I just started listening to your podcast. And it's amazing. You're the best. Thanks, Ava. You're the best, too. We did reply to her and let her know that Matt started watching in 2013, and that was when season three was going on. I, Amy, began watching sporadically when we when I started dating Matthew, and this is the first time, though, that I've actually sat down and watched it straight through, so it's been really cool. Ava's been a fan for, um, she just started watching it this year, which is not a sad thing, it's an awesome thing, and finally finished watching it on Hulu last week. So we're excited that we have another fan. Thank you, Ava, and we hope that you continue to love the show.
1: Yeah, and thank you so much for the email.
0: And we also want to thank Danielle W. for liking our Prisoners of War episode. Appreciate that.
1: And also a shout out to the guy from work whose name I don't know who listens to the podcast now. Um, I'm going to cut that out.
0: You could just say thanks to all our friends and family who support our podcast.
1: And thanks to all of our friends and family who support the podcast.
0: Yeah, without you, we'd be less listening we'd have fewer listeners there you go good job Amy words
1: you know the applause is going there too
0: <laughs> <laughs> Matt anything you want to plug
1: Um, just working on this podcast I've been very busy with school so I haven't had a whole lot of time to work on a, on a lot of things this and modern horror show YouTube channel and the upcoming podcast version of that
0: I'm really excited when you start the podcast it's gonna be awesome
1: it should be something a- Amy Amy's probably not gonna have too much involvement with that one though because it's horror movies.
0: You know, I've offered, but he declined my offer. So... I still want to put you through
1: that. I know you don't like scary movies.
0: I don't like scary movies, and I do appreciate that. And just saying.
1: You know it would be my excuse to get you to watch the fly.
0: No, I draw a line on the fly.
1: Oh, it's so good.
0: I know, you think it is.
1: It's a great movie.
0: So you can reach us at oh my god podcast at gmail.com.
1: It is a great movie.
0: <laughs> and you can leave us a voicemail at anchor.fm.
1: Nobody believes me.
0: And you can reach us on Twitter at oh My Glob Podcast. Jeff
1: Goldblum's awesome.
0: And our email, or excuse me, our website is ohmyglobpodcast.wordpress.com. And always rate and review us on iTunes. Any last words, Matt?
1: Gina Davis was in it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Are you still pouting about the fly? Yeah. Okay. Well, while Matt Pat's about the fly, this is Amy, and I'm out.
1: And I'm out, 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 too!
0: <laughs> Bye!
1: Bye! He's got the Jeff Goldman performance and AFI 100 Best, Best Performances movies. And David Cronenberg made it, and he did The Dead Zone with Christopher Walken. <laughs>